Zach Ellis, Commercial Equipment Finance. Hey, thanks for joining the program, Mr. Zachary Ellis. I've got a couple questions for you today because I'll tell you what, the mood's changing out there. Some people are starting to open their eyes, if you will, at the winners and the losers, the people who are working hard, the essential workers, the labeling that's been done on people, who's getting checks, who's not getting checks, who's getting preferred payments, who's not getting preferred payments. It's turning into quite a deal. And then, of course, you got protests on top of it. So I'd like to talk a little common sense today. And let's, let's talk a little passion as well, because money is very personal. Money becomes very passionate. Money, of course, has a lot of power behind it. And one of the things that I noticed about this pandemic is that they did label workers as some people as essential and some people as not. And I'll tell you, the one thing that wasn't lost on me is a lot of the people that we need to operate the gears in society and everything else like that, they don't make a lot of money. They're on the lower spectrum of things. And so, you know, that's its own deal. But what I'm looking at is really there's an investment class out there to where if you can figure out investments and you can figure out how to make things work, boy, that's that's really where the money seems to be flowing these days. I don't know. I just, that's my observation. I wanted to get your opinion on that from people working hard to if you want to throw in the essential workers, you can. But you're out there be- busting your ass and beating the streets and, getting people shaking hands and getting doors slammed in your face. So I'm curious uh, your opinion on that. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Hey, I appreciate you taking some time to talk with me today, Jason. How are you? Doing well, sir. Doing well. I just had to make sure the fan was turned off. Of course, you know, I got the home. Actually, I'm in the garage. I got the garage studio going because, you know, we got a dog now. So uh, we took in a stray dog. Moochie is his name as he mooches off of our family. And uh, he's, he's under me right now as we're recording in the garage studio, getting ready to take off for our live recording sessions. So things are good, actually. We're growing. Uh, our audience is growing, which is always nice. And so, you know, but we're also, we're, we're busting our butt out there. We're working hard. I think we're making three cents an hour, Zach. I think we're making about three cents an hour here at The Crude Life. How about you? <laughs> You're making a little bit more than me. Oh, jeez. Uh, I'll tell you what. It's ramen tonight. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, me and you both. So I wanted to take some time and, and talk with you today because there's a lot of things that I've seen. I've been on the program now, I think, for a little over five months. Um, and obviously, I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed it a lot. But I feel like every week I want to talk about something different. And we've talked about the refinancing debt. and We've talked about factoring. And we've talked about adding new debt. But I feel like now... I came back from Tulsa last night. I left early Monday morning, and I spent some time in Tulsa, and I went out and knocked on some doors. And I think this is just an absolutely unprecedented time for anybody and everybody. Nobody planned for this. It's like March 2020 hit, and the world just went completely insane. We got hit with COVID, and then everybody got hit with PPP loans and the SBA loans, and then everybody was working from home. And after working from home, the people that couldn't work from home were the essential workers, and the essential workers were marked few and far between either you were in the medical field you're in the real estate field you're in the banking field you're in the trucking you're in the restaurant you're in the gas station so stuff like that but truly what i want to talk about today is if you're looking at finances and you're looking at your equipment and you're looking at your assets if you're a trucking company equipment is your lifeline if you're an oil field service company whether you're midstream upstream downstream equipment is still your lifeline if pumps aren't out there working if rigs aren't out there working if trucks aren't out there working, 
all that stuff is a guy's lifeline. And what's important is money, who he finances it with. Money's an important topic and it's intimate. But I feel like today we need to dive deeper into, hey, who are we getting money from? But B, if we need help right now, where are we going to go? The reason I gave you that little bit of a tease in the beginning about some of the just vibe out there was I'm glad you brought up the trucking industry because I was going to ask you about the trucking industry. The DAPL pipeline issues are going on. It's on, it's off, that sort of thing. There's pipelines that are, are getting shut down and what, the Atlantic pipeline out in the East Coast. So when you see that, that's going to ripple into the rail and into trucks. So for me, if I'm an investor, if I'm an entrepreneur, I'm looking at the trucking industry right now, actually last week, because as the pipelines get closer to dates where they're either going to shut them down or they're not going to shut them down, the one is for sure. Um, but the trucking industry is going to have a little bit of a, of a resurgence, which I don't quite get because I grew up. And the rail was kind of the backbone of the economy, and the trucking industry was the arteries. The trucking industry was the backbone of the economy, but it was also the arteries. And so it just was so different to me as I saw all these essential workers and this and that, and the trucking industry got hit hard. And I, I could not understand that because how, how are we operating as a society without truckers? And so it made me think a little bit, and... The reality is, though, there are opportunities right now opening up for truckers who have been laid off and had problems over the last, you know, six months because of the COVID thing. So just your, I want to get your comments on, you know, the trucking industry and what you see for opportunities out there. Sure, sure. I appreciate you bringing it up. My entire background, my entire lifeline has been trucking. My grandfather his grandfather and my uncle all have been in the trucking business. My uncle down that lives in Florida worked for Watkins Truck Lines back in the 90s and was one of their C-level executives. So transportation is really my background, kind of some background. If you're just listening to this podcast just now, I started in the automotive business directly out of high school back in 2011. I uh, started in the sales department and worked my way up to the finance department and I understood that side of it. And I said, you know what, after almost four years here, why don't I try to get on the commercial side of it. So I started at Kenworth selling used and new trucks where I learned the process of trade packages, selling off used trucks, finding fleets that buy groups of used trucks, and also uh, targeting some of the new fleets as well. But after I went there, I went to um, Warner Enterprises, which is the fifth largest transportation company worldwide, globally, actually. Um, and there I, I just, I learned another wealth of knowledge on the trucking company side with a company that runs eight or 9,000 trucks and has 30,000 plus trailers. So I sold a lot of equipment for that company. But when I transitioned to commercial credit group, everything in my mind has been a progressive step. So going from automotive to the class eight industry to a trucking company, now I work on the commercial finance side. So I'm the guy you call when you go to buy 50 brand new trucks, or you want to go and buy a hundred used trucks or used trailers. But to hit on what you're saying, trucking has always been an incredibly important part of many facets. Anything in the oil field, those rigs don't move without a truck. Those frack pumps don't move without a truck. The reefer trailers, the drive van, all the food, all the anything that you find at your local grocery store comes from a truck. You know, from warehouse to warehouse, whatever it is, trucks, 
are the absolute mean between the consumer and the product. And I think that's what a lot of people are missing. But even more so is who is helping in the times right now during this COVID? Who's lending money right now? Because I'll tell you what, it's not the banks. I promise you that. And if they are lending money, they're going to tighten their guidelines to the point where it's going to be almost impossible. I can't tell you how many customers I've heard, hey, we've got a relationship with our personal bank or – you know, I've known Jimmy down at the bank for 20 years, or I've known Bobby, and, you know, his dad is one of the vice presidents of the bank. We've known him for 30 years. Okay, well, call Bobby up and ask him to get a $700,000 loan. Well, it doesn't happen. So then you have to look for somebody that is an independent lender. Okay, well, what does an independent lender offer to us? An independent lender offers – they offer money, right, for you to buy the equipment that you need. There's not the stringent guidelines that a guy has to qualify by. If you have slow payments, if you've had a repo, if you filed a bankruptcy, whatever the case is. And some some customers might say, hey, you know what? I've got four, five, six percent loans. Well, the banks are tightening up and the rates are going up. So this is truly a time to look at it and say, hey, where am I at right now? What equipment do I have set out? What equipment am I purchasing? How many of my trucks are running? When are my payments due? What do I need in the future? And how am I going to diversify my business? Listen to you. Go, man. How can people get in touch? Get some money. Reach me on my cell phone. I'm available seven days a week. I travel three weeks out of the month between Oklahoma and Texas. You'll see me from Longview to Midland, all the way up to Oklahoma, and sometimes even northwest Arkansas. Call me at 682-386-7973. Let's look at your business. If I can't help you, I want to give you a source that can help you, but I'll tell you what. The only thing that's going to change is tomorrow you're going to wake up and you're going to put on your pants just like I do, and that's one leg at a time. And what we have to look at is if you're a sand hauler and you're hauling sand right now, are you going to diversify and are you going to haul reefer? Or if you're a guy that went from moving rigs, are you now going to haul flatbeds? Are you going to haul reefers? Are you going to do heavy haul? What are you going to do? Because in order for the doors not to stop and shut, we have to have income coming in. So call me, 682 386-7973. Find me on LinkedIn. Zachary Ellis. I post three, four times a day. You should be able to find me on there. But give me a call. I look forward to hearing from you.